Hello everyone, welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host Otis, and tonight I am joined by Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing the 2019 American science fiction black comedy slasher film. Jesus, that's a lot. God damn. <laughs> Happy Death Day to you. That's the most. Death makes a killer comeback. Hit that music. The squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld an eerie sight. For the horror movie list began to grow in size, and suddenly, to their surprise, they watched them all. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode six of this awesome collection. And it was, was it last year's Halloween Screamathon or was it two years ago? Yeah, because it came out in 17. So, yeah. So, in the second annual Halloween Screamathon, I reviewed Happy Death Day to you. No, Happy Death Day. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, it's another film. Written and directed by Christopher Landon. Now that name might seem familiar to some people because we reviewed Freaky. And Freaky is fucking great. If you have not seen it, it's awesome. It's like Freaky Friday, but with a killer. Just like with Happy Death Day, it was Groundhog Day with a killer. So Christopher Landon seems to really enjoy smushing two movies that he really liked. Or just two ideas together. We come up with some amalgamation in the movie. And so it happens the same thing with Happy Death Day to you. So if you haven't seen the first one, I would say absolutely give it a shot. But just a quick little broad strokes because I actually had Katie watch the first one before we did this one because I told her that she would absolutely adore the movies. And from what I saw, I think she really did like it. So in Happy Death Day, we meet up with Tree or Teresa, but her name's Tree. Tree. And she keeps dying. They kill her in a baby mask because her mascot on campus is the baby. <laughs> keeps She keeps getting murdered and then she wakes up the same day with everything starting the same way. So she uses her newfound ability of reincarnating, not even reincarnating, restarting her life. And she tries to find out who is killing her and maybe figure out why the fuck she got this new power and there were tons of twists and turns there were actually alternate deaths that they didn't add into the first movie just like the skydiving one and they added it into this one because they said fuck it so um they actually thought there was gonna be a little too many deaths and so <laughs> and then this one they were like fuck it yeah uh <laughs> i think at some point in the first one they were just gonna say tree was just gonna just say fuck it for a while kind of like in groundhog day when there's a chunk of time in the movie, it's like 10 minutes, where he just keeps killing himself instantly. He's like, I don't care anymore. And he just keeps offing himself in different ways because he just gets sick of living the same day. But no, the first one is absolutely amazing. And it's one of those films where the supporting characters have to be even more awesome because you keep seeing them and they're the same. And however Tree acts, they slowly turn into a different character. And so she meets up with a guy... Carter, and Carter's, he gave her somewhere to sleep because she was, like, trashed the night before, but didn't, like, take advantage of her or anything like that. 
And so Carter is trying his best to accept that this is a real thing that she keeps resetting and stuff and then helps her find the killer. So in the original one, the it was actually the roommate Lori. She was the one that kept killing Tree every time. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole plan with an actual f- fucking killer in town at the hospital and Lori was going to free the killer and then make it seem like the killer did it because it's, you know, a nice scapegoat. But then you find out that the f- the simple way that she was actually going to kill Tree was a poisonous cupcake. So she's like, hey, Tree, it's your birthday. Here's a cupcake. And if that way worked, I don't know how she would have got out of that because the cupcake's poisoned. But I don't know. I guess she would have just hid the evidence of it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But then the second Tree didn't eat that cupcake every morning, she's like, well, I'm going to go stab this bitch. <laughs> And so, uh, it, it's a fun one. And then at the end of the movie, Tree wakes up and Carter actually makes everything seem like it's the same day again. She's like, God damn it. But then he was playing with her. And so, uh, they live their lives. They seem to be happy. So, with this movie, y'all, she's back in it. And so, there's more to it. And in this movie, just like in every usual sequel to a movie, they have time to f- kind of explain things. And so, in this one... They give you an explanation of how and why she's able to reset her life every night. And then they go a little more into the sci-fi angle with this movie. And they start talking about alternate realities. And so Tree actually hops into different versions of her world. Still the same day. And she's just trying to figure out why. And so there's reasons and things she has to fight against. But it it just, this movie, we see the same characters. Just about everybody from the first movie pops back up in this movie. But since it's an alternate reality, they're able to change their characters. And so, douchebags that we saw earlier, like Danielle, her, wasn't she like the president of the sorority? Mm -hmm. Danielle was an asshole in one version. Another one, she seems to be a lot better. And an actress, she was trying to be what, Anne Frank? Yeah. Yo, she said Anne Frank, but it was supposed but to be... But she meant Helen Keller. Yeah, but she said Anne Frank. So, Katie, what did you think about Happy Death Day to you? It was intense. There was so much shit happening in this one. They basically took the first film and then put it on steroids. Like, there was, you know, a handful of deaths that they showed. Maybe a little more than a handful of deaths in the first one that they showed. And then this one was like... Crazy death, crazy death, crazy death, over and over and over again. And they just kept getting wilder and wilder. And the the plot twists were freaking great. Uh, Otis and I watch movies. When we watch movies at home, we, I, well, I talk a lot <laughs> during <laughs> them. Um, you know, just with my kind of theories about what's going to happen next or whatever. And sometimes Otis joins in, but usually he's pretty quiet until we get to the part that I predicted. And he's like, oh, shit, (laughs) good job. (laughs) Because I totally predicted the killer at the end of this one pretty early on. But it was really good. I really liked this film and the twists and turns in it. Like, it just keeps you guessing the whole time. It was really cool. This was fun. I love a good movie, horror or anything. 
that with a sequel it digs into more of sci-fi or actually any sequel that pivots to a newer genre just like with alien the first one's you know it's a psychological horror it's one alien on a ship claustrophobic trying to kill the second one they go to a planet chock full of aliens and ripley's taping a flamethrower and a machine gun together it's an action film with horror themes and just the same way with this one it's a sci-fi film with horror themes and i thought it was absolutely amazing and christopher landon brought up a movie a specific movie and he said he was thinking of back to the future part two when he was going over this one and in back to the future part two for like 45 minutes of that movie it's an alternate reality with marty where He's in his big-ass fucking truck and hurts himself, and he's in the future, and he can't play music, and he's depressed, and it's this weird version of the world, and Biff is, like, married to his mom, and weird, and it, he has to deal with this horrible world because they fucked up, they fucked around too many things in the past, and so he's got to go to the past to fix everything so it's the correct reality. So I thought that was really awesome they could do that. Uh, spoilers, they're working on a third one. So happy death day to us. Ooh. Yeah. So it's probably going to be the same squad. And they're like, fuck, I'm back in. They're probably all in this time. And like Carter and all of them trapped in this death loop. And I'm curious how they're going to make a villain out of that. But shit, I didn't think they can make a villain out of this one. So they'll figure out something. So we'll get through this story. Like I said, it's a fun one. Uh, if. I would give it absolutely a shot. So, if you want to check this movie out, you can find it on... Did we... I don't think we stole this one. Maybe. Fuck. The internet says we stole it. You can find it on just about any app. Uh, I want to say, like, Google Play or anything like that. YouTube. Or you can put your pirate hat on like we did. Or actually, I think I have this movie. This is on Prime. Google... I don't know. Google's all over the place. Yeah, so it's Prime, but you can rent it on there. So, yeah. Like I said, I think we own this, and so I think we watched it like that. Yeah. I think so. So, this movie starts on September the 19th, one day after Tree and her adventures in die sitting. I was going to say adventures in babysitting, but I'm trying to find a, <laughs> a stupid pun with that. But this one, it's Ryan. He's the roommate where they come into the room. And he's like, oh, you still haven't, you still making out with your new girlfriend, Carter? And he's like, get out. And so he wakes up in his car and he walks to his dorm room. And it's a legit dorm room because there's someone standing in the hallway playing trombone, going over scales or intervals. And someone comes out. And, they sound like shit, too. Yeah, they don't there's sound no good. There's no way they were a college musician. Yeah, they don't sound good at all. And someone comes out and is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then, like, uh, doesn't he take the trombone away from him? Uh, no, I don't think he so. D- he does he just something. yells at him. Yeah, yells at him, and the trombone player is just sad, <laughs> puts their head down. But then Carter and, and Carter and Tree, they're hanging out, so he goes back into the laboratory. So he's working on a quantum reactor. Good God, that's really dangerous. So with his friends Samar and Dre. So the dean of the school tells him that he's shutting down the project because it keeps causing power outages around the campus. So in the first movie, the right before Tree goes out to the 
surprise birthday party for her, there's a power outage in the on campus, and now they explain why. It was the machine. They were testing it, and so that's why the power went out for a little bit. And so Ryan is very sad because they he realized they're so close to getting this quantum reactor to work. But unfortunately, Ryan is murdered by someone dressed up like the school mascot, Babyface. So holy shit, the killer from the first movie is back and killing someone else. But then Ryan wakes up confused in his car and he walks back to his dorm room and Tree and Carter are in there and they tell him to leave. He's like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening? I've, I've done this before. The second he says that, Tree's like, what? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? He's like, I've, I did this and then someone killed me. He's like, oh, oh shit. It's happening to you now. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I might have I might have passed that to you. And he's like, what are you talking about? And Tree explains that September the 18th for her was probably like a month of time, honestly, because she kept dying. And for some ungodly reason, she just kept resetting. And she's like, well, it's going to keep happening to you. You got to figure out who's killing you. And so Tree and Carter agree to help because she's like... I don't want anybody to deal with this shit, because this fucking sucks. And so, they actually figure out that the reactor is the reason that the loop is happening. So, that explosion of power, I don't know, <laughs> gave Tree the ability to, like, reset? It, it's kind of ridiculous, but that's very sci-fi of them. So, the mass killer finds Ryan, and Tree and Carter help knock out the killer, and they realize it's... It's Ryan. Another Ryan popped up. And the second Ryan, the evil Ryan, says that the original must die for the loop to close. And they're like, Tree's like, what What? What the fuck does that mean? And Ryan, our Ryan, is like, don't listen to him. He's crazy. And he's starting the reactor. And they're like, Tree and Carter's like, hey, how about, how about we, we don't do that? Hold, hold on, hold on a second. And he turns it on. And knocks everybody out. Tree wakes up in Carter's room on the 18th. And she's back in the original loop. And she's like, Carter, what, what are you, why are you talking like that? And she's like, why am I in these clothes? Oh my god, I'm back in the fucking thing. And she's so depressed. And she tells Carter, like, I'll be right back. I gotta take care of some shit real quick. And she actually walks through the campus and she starts freaking out because everything's the same just like the first movie but then she realizes that everything's a little different carter isn't dating her carter's dating danielle <laughs> like her like nemesis from the first movie and so she finds ryan and they talk and ryan throws out the theory that the machine when it that when the power came out it knocked tree into another dimension and so they're going to have to get the machine fixed, figure out the right equations and stuff, and get Tree back to her reality. Because she shouldn't be here. She's kind of taking someone else's spot. But then Tree realizes that in this reality, her mom's still alive. So in the first movie, that was something that she was dealing with. Her mom passed away and it was just her and her dad. And she didn't want to talk to her dad because she was just kind of being depressed. And that's why kind of she was an asshole to everybody in the first movie. So she realizes her mom's here. Fuck, fuck that other world. I want to stay here. So that night, Tree realizes that, well, she's got to take care of some shit because 
the killer is still alive. Well, the, the serial killer. So she's got to take care of the serial killer. But then she gets confronted by a police officer. Because in the original world, police officer was like sleep. And she snuck up on him and took his gun. But this one was like awake. The killer kills the cop. And Tree runs into Lori at the elevator. And she's like, oh, you're the killer. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, I was coming down here to like do something with the serial killer. And so she realizes in this version of her world, Lori isn't the killer. And so she's like, oh, who the fuck? Uh, uh, I'm confused. So they meet up with someone in the babyface costume. And so she instantly figures out that Lori's not involved with this. And then it can't be the serial killer because he just went in for surgery. So this, this, this world is completely different. The killer stabs Lori. Lori's down. And Tree goes to the roof, and she accidentally falls off the roof and dies. And Tree realizes that ah, she's got to go back through this. And so we get a a cool little line, a, a list of deaths in different ways of her trying to figure out the killer and work everything out. She realizes that Ryan and his group of scientists they need help with the machine they have tons of different of like algorithms they have to go over to fix the machine so carter realizes that tree she's the only constant in all of these versions and deaths and stuff so they have tree remember all the different theories and algorithms and every time she wakes back up she writes down everything for the group and they realize that Oh, well, that one didn't work. Let's try this one for that day. Because it takes like eight hours to work out one little combination. So, Tree realizes that she's going to have to die tons of times <laughs> for them to be able to fix the machine. And so, she... What, there was one? She, she was skydiving because she sees Carter and Danielle together. And she hops up in a plane in a bikini with no parachute and just jumps out and lands in front of them, just turns into pizza. And then there's one she jumps into a a, sh- a shredder for trees. Oh, yeah. And just dives face first into it. She's yeah, got like, like a track Tucker suit and on. Dale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's tons of murders. She drinks, what, uh, fucking Drano once? She's just in the, yeah. she's in the store walking depressed because Carter's, you know, with someone else and just drinks the whole bottle of Drano and just dies. So, after a ton of these deaths, she passes out because her body can't handle all these deaths over and over. So, she wakes up in the hospital and she goes after the serial killer because she still thinks it might be the the killer. Or some, he's connected to this somehow. But then she finds Lori is already dead. And Tombs, the serial killer, he's... He is the baby face. He has the mask on this time and attacks and tree shoots him and kills him. And she's like, sweet, I did it. But then a second baby face killer pops out and uh, they're fighting in the room. And then she shoots the what the air canister and blows up the room. She's like, I'll see you soon, asshole. And shoots it and kills herself and the killer. So they find well, the group finally finds the right combination of theories and algorithms all they need to do is put this in, and it's still going to take a couple of hours. 
And so the scientists tell her that she's got to choose which reality she wants to be in. Because when they figure this out and get the machine going, the loops are going to close. And so Tree, she wants to stay in this dimension because her mom is here and she can like be with her family. Carter tells her, like, hey, I don't think that's right. It's like, this isn't your world. You know, you're taking this world from someone else. And she's like, no, I've been through so much shit. I want to be with my mom again, you know, and I trust me, I get that. But then Carter's like, this isn't your life. You're, you're legit stealing this from someone else. And, you know, you've gone through this grief. Like, it, it's shaped you into the person that you are now. You can't take that away, you know. So Tree meets up with her family and they hide from the killer in a hotel because she's going to let this day go by. And then she's just going to go to sleep. As long as she doesn't die before that day's over, everything's fine. So she's just going to just hide away. But then, that night on the news, it reports that Carter was killed trying to save Lori at the hospital. So, the babyface killer got to him. And Tree kills herself. She drives into the power station and blows herself up. And so she deactivates the reactor before they can start it because they told her at some point at night they were going to turn that bad boy on and just close the loop so the loop restarts and tree she decides to go to her own reality she realizes that this isn't her world because the mom's like hey you remember when we went to like we went on this trip and we ate ice cream and you were all like ah, and, and tree's like i don't remember that and it finally yeah. hits her Sadly, this isn't her mom. It's not her mom. It's it looks like her mom, but the memories are different. And I was like, ugh. So Tree, she's like, I'm gonna go back to my own world. This isn't my world. So she tells Lori that she should probably end her affair with the professor. Oh, we find out in the first movie that Lori's making out with the professor and Tree was making out with the professor and he the Professor's a dirtbag. Yeah, he likes having sex with college girls. And she actually finds out that Danielle is cheating on Carter. <laughs> oh, man, it's a mess. But then, uh, with the same guy from the first movie, the one that um, had the techno music on when they were going to have sex, it's that guy. So she has one more, one more conversation with her kind of mom. And the mom says, like, you know, you made me into the strong lady when, you know, when you were born. And she's like, you're a strong, strong person. Don't forget that. And she's like, Thanks, Mom. I needed that. So, the dean of the school, another fucking villain of this movie, takes the reactor away before the group can use it or before the deadline. Because he, he, he's like, no, this is a really dangerous thing. You keep turning off the power. We're taking this away from y'all. And so, Tree feels that her body is really fucked up. She's died so many times she don't think she can make another loop because they're like oh well you just kill yourself and start over and we can just fix things she's like i don't think i can do this again so they have to get the device back so they actually get help from danielle to distract the dean and she comes in like a french blind exchange student and it's this whole like funny scene of her like just knocking the shit out of him or throwing herself into things and getting like trapped And so, she gets the keys, gives it to Carter and Tree, they grab the reactor, roll it back to the lab, and then Danielle's still blind, but she she gets away. And so, 
as Ryan gets the device ready, Tree goes to the hospital to save Lori. Because in this world, even if she leaves, Lori's still going to die if no one helps her. So she she goes because she's going to stop the serial killer and then hopefully find the real babyface killer. Because that one's still out there. And then they find out that the killer, Katie called this, holy shit, it's the doctor that the girls were cheating on with. And so he realized that he's got to get rid of the evidence of his affair with Lori from his wife. Because mm-hmm. he's like, well, I don't want my wife to find out. And so the, the doctor's wife actually knows and she shoots Lori. And then she reveals that she's in cahoots with her husband. So she's like, I know he's cheating. And I'm going to get all you whores out of the way. And I'm like, what the fuck? But then the doctor kills his wife. <laughs> so I was like, what? what? <laughs> all these twists and turns. So, so fucking stupid. So Tree is fighting against the doctor and takes him out. And Lori actually survived. She didn't take a bad bullet. And I was like, I was happy because this Lori was nice and not a killer like the original world. So... The Dean realizes that he got bamboozled, and that chick's probably not blind, and so runs to the lab with the two security guys, and they're trying to bust their way in. Ryan's getting the machine ready, and Carter and Tree, they kiss, even though it's not her Carter, but eh. And then Tree gets sent back to her original dimension on September the 19th, so she made it through the day. After the credits, Tree, Carter, Ryan, Samar, and Dre, so the scientists, they get taken to this laboratory by by DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, where they took the reactor for further experimentation, and they realized that they didn't make this, so they don't know any, that much about it, so the scientist kids are like, well, we can help you with that, and they say that they need a test subject in order to see how it works, and Tree's like, oh, I know the perfect person for this, and then we see... Danielle wakes up and starts screaming. So, I don't know how they did it, but they scooped up Danielle into this. And so, I probably in the next one, Danielle will be in the group. And it's going to be them dealing with some type of loop or alternate reality. It'll probably be a world where Tree's evil and she's the killer. They'll probably do something. So, it's going to be some situation with everybody. So, Katie, who is your favorite character in Happy Death Day to you? That would be Tree. The main character. Um, yeah, she just has already been through the shit and she knows how to get through it. And she takes it all in stride, even though she low-key hates what the fuck is happening to her. She hides the fact that she is in pain every time she dies. Like, her body is just disintegrating, basically, in front of her while she does all these deaths. Um, but, no, she was great. I really liked her. Absolutely. Tree is fucking cool in this movie. And it's it's very much that sequel upgrade. And I keep going back to it because it's another strong female character in a sci-fi movie. But like with Alien to Aliens, Alien, Ripley was pretty tough in that movie. She took out the alien. But in the second movie, she's like, oh, don't go to that planet. It's full of aliens. We should nuke this planet from orbit and get rid of it. And then Paul Reiser's like, hold on, let's go look. Just real quick, let's go go down there and look. Oh, God, they're everywhere. I fucking told you. Now I gotta take care of this. Because no one will believe me. Tree was that tough. I do like that she had to decide 
on a world where her mom's still alive and I don't know if anything else was better for her. Well, Carter was with somebody else, but she had to decide on a world where her mom was still alive and then she realizes, like, this isn't my mom. It is, but it's not. But yeah, no, Tree was awesome. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Uh, I have two. Ooh. And the first one is, should be predictable from any, like, college film ever. And that is the shitty-ass Dean. Yeah. Deans are always shitty in movies that take place at a college. Uh, for whatever reason, they just are like, no nonsense, nothing can happen, they're dicks. Um, and then my second one is the doctor's wife. <laughs> um, the doctor was a piece of shit, don't get me wrong. Um, but his wife was like, oh, my scumbag of a husband cheated on me. You know what I'm going to do? Murder the women that he cheated on me with. Not murder my husband, because he's clearly a fucking shitty person. I'm going to murder the fucking college-age girls that he lured in with his position of power. Like, you are a gross human being, lady. Go fuck yourself. Katie beat me to it. Yeah, I actually wrote down the doctor, because he was grimy. And he was grimy in the first one, but there was an actual killer out there. So I was like, well, I guess you ain't that grimy. But then in this one, he is the killer. So I was like, oh... Awesome. It worked out perfectly in this movie. But yeah, the Dean was crap too. I don't get this whole... Like, I just read about... There was a fog cam in in San Francisco. It's the oldest webcam ever. And the Dean of that school didn't want it. And was trying its their best to get rid of the webcam. That's a fuck... It's the oldest webcam in the world. And they're like, well, I don't like it. So they had to systematically move it around campus so it didn't get taken away. So I just don't get that. You got college students that are making a fucking quantum reactor and like, oh, we keep turning off the power. Stop it. I'm like, this thing is awesome. I don't know. Dean was a piece of shit, so. And it's all good. DARPA is going to hire those kids and they're going to make money, so fuck them. So let's do seven word synopsis. So my first one is, I'd be so pissed to die more. If I got out of the loop and I got Katie as a girlfriend, I'm like, right on. My my day is set. And an explosion goes off and I'm like, back in my world. And Katie's like, who are you? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to die anymore. <laughs> my next one is, did alternate realities before Marvel did it? Yeah. So, you know, Marvel movies now, it's all about... Hey, that's Katie. Why does that Katie have a goatee? Why is that Katie evil? <laughs> so it's that thing now. And then my last one is, I need that birthday ringtone right now. So every time she woke up on the 18th, it was like, Hey, it's my birthday. Gotta get some fun. Uh, I think it's one of the coolest ringtones ever. Katie. More twists and turns than a maze. <laughs> you fucking right about that. That's it. That's all I got. This movie had the wildest fucking twists and turns. Every time she would die, or the killer would change, or the main plot point would change, or Carson would change. Like, it was just wild. Yeah. This movie was wild. Not Carson. Carter, right? Carter. Carter. Yes, yes, yes. So, minority kill count. This one's awkward because everyone dies like a bunch of times, but actually Lori does not die in this one. Uh, but the scientist kid dies. The roommate. Yeah, he dies once. 
couple times before he comes back. Okay, so you just want to count it as once, because technically it's uh, one person. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he dies, but he comes back. I'm, I'm going to say nobody. Nobody. I like that. Because <laughs> everybody ended up living in the long run of it. Yeah, everyone was Besides, saved. Besides, like, the doctor and the wife. But they sucked, so. Yeah. So we are at 231 and a Tito turtle. And a time machine, apparently. So, this film came out February 13th, 2019. So, Katie, what do you think the budget for this movie was? Um, I said eight dollar dues. The budget was nine dollar dues. Ooh, I was so close. That's fucking perfect. So, what do you think the box office was? I said forty dollar dues. Sixty-four dollar dues. Okay, okay. I was just guessing. I couldn't remember if this movie came out like right at the beginning of the pandemic or if it came out before. Before. Right? It was 2019. Oh, full year. Okay. Yeah. So it yeah. had some time to do good. No, everyone liked it. And it's funny. The fans of the movie actually enjoyed the sci-fi mix to it. I actually, I love the sci-fi add to it. And once again, some... Critics weren't the biggest fans of it, but they go, I don't know, kick rocks. But no, I absolutely love the sci-fi angle to it. I'm curious what movie he's going to combine for the third one, because this one was horror mixed with Back to the Future Part 2. First one was Groundhog Day in a horror movie. So I'm curious if there's going to be some movie out there that he's like, it's that movie plus a horror movie. So I'm I'm pumped for it. So, Katie, do you have anything else to say about Happy Death Day to you? I was going to say Happy Birthday. <laughs> uh, no, it was really good. You should watch it. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Landon, keep keep on trucking, bud. I love your movies. I love you just combining things together, and that's it. Like Freaky Man. I, I love that movie. You give us Freaky Part 2, and I'll be perfectly fine with that. I love these movies. So, Christopher Landon and Jason Blum... Like, I love that combination, so, yeah. I think Chris Freeland's one of my favorite, like, newer directors. I really like, I like what he's doing, so. With that, that's the end of this episode. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about alternate realities, or, I don't know, if you are able to die and come back, that's awesome. You should do something good for the world. You can tweet us at We have an email at it. Facebook at so, this is episode 6. We're almost to a full week of this, Katie. We got some pretty cool episodes coming up. Uh, Studio 666. We're going to do that movie. And especially, it's very, uh... Yeah, very fitting now. We'll talk about that concert. Well, Katie will talk about that concert and stuff. That, it seems like it's going to be a solid, funny movie. With, you know, all the Foo Fighters getting murdered. So, I'm pumped to watch that. But tons of good movies are coming out soon. So, the music you listen to right now, that is Flipping the Combined Everett, Flipping the C.E. Anywhere you can find them. Studio Features, thank you so much for the artwork. So, like I said, keep with us. we got 25 more movies to review. I, I love October. I love doing this. It's really fucking fun. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with another scary movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.
it's my birthday. God, it's something. <laughs> I gotta remember. I gotta figure out the line right there. What would you actually do if you kept waking up and you like you died the night before? Be happy that I wasn't dead. <laughs> That's it. You wouldn't try to like stop him. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to relive the same day over and over again, but also, like, I'd cheat the lottery, and... <laughs> you just gotta survive after that. Buy a Tesla and do all sorts of shit, like... Just Katie going a buck fifty into a wall of the killer's house in a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> just like, damn, Katie. No, I just I just cheat the lottery, pay off all my debt. Just rich. She's like, why did you just cut that man's head off? Yeah, you'll find out later. Okay. 